up, beautiful humans? My name is Morgan, and I'm your podcast host. I'm a talk therapist by training and a practicing spiritual entrepreneur. I specialize in Reiki, tarot, and past life regression. In this podcast, I integrate both clinical and spiritual perspectives to best support you on your healing journey. Welcome to The Clinical Spiritualist. everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Morgan Thomas. I wanted to remind you of a virtual event I am hosting January 28th from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. This is a virtual group Reiki healing. Since Reiki is energy, we can, I can send that healing through distance and time. So no matter where you are in the world, know that you can attend this event. Um, It is $18, which is a lot cheaper than a one-on-one private session. So if you are at all interested, please follow my Instagram at clinical underscore spiritualist, or I will leave the link to sign up on Eventbrite and the show notes. So now let's get into it. Today's podcast is all about exploring your sexuality. So whether you're whether whether you're thinking about thinking about it, you're thinking about it, you're actively exploring your sexuality, or you've already been through that journey, which I think it's a lifelong journey. Today, that is what we are talking about. I've had some conversations with some vicarious people, and I was just really reflecting on my own experience. And when I lived in Nashville, Tennessee, I opened myself up to other genders beyond men. And that is how I came to discover that I am bisexual and I'm currently dating and loving a woman. So I really think it's important that if we have these intuitions, if we have these thoughts or curiosities, that we explore them and that we entertain and we dissect these thoughts. And yes, I think that these are wonderful conversations to have with your coaches, with your therapist, with other helping people in your life. But I also think that we can do this work on our own. We can do exploration on our own. And today I really want to talk about ways that are tangible and that you can actively go about this. So I think the first thing on exploring your sexuality is understanding your why, understanding your motivation behind why you want to do this or why you're thinking about thinking about it, thinking about it. I think think the first step to exploring your sexuality is understanding your why or understanding your motivation. So for me, I have always felt romantic towards women. And it didn't happen a lot. It didn't happen very frequently, but it happened. And, you know, often it would happen in bars where, you know, making out with girls is acceptable. And, you know, growing up, I, the first people I kissed were girls. And so I've always had this weird, I wouldn't say weird, but it felt weird to me because I I didn't know what I was feeling. Interesting. I always had this interesting feeling of like, I don't feel 100% straight. Yes, I am attracted to men. I know that. However, I feel like there's more to me. There's there's depths here. And so while I've experienced like um I've I've experienced my sexuality and been curious about it my whole life intermittently, I didn't start intentionally exploring until my early mid 20s and my why was the curiosity had been knocking at my door for too long. 
And so I made the decision to actively explore that. I wasn't going to passively let it find me anymore where I would like randomly have a crush on a girl at a bar and, you know, jokingly kiss. Like that wasn't enough for me. It felt like that was really surface. There was something deeper that I wanted to explore. And so my why was my intuition, just knocking at my door for 20 something years being like, yo, there's something here. And this podcast, let me just do a disclaimer. This podcast is for anyone of any sexuality. So whether you're um, curious about being bi or pan, curious about being lesbian, get whatever label you want to put on it. Maybe you are straight and you're just curious. Like this podcast is for anyone who has curiosity. And I think that's just human nature that even when we think we've explored ourselves, like there's always more exploration, which is like such hard thing to, to, to experience as a human. There's always nuances to everything. So the first step to exploring your sexuality is understanding your why or your motivation. Is it just a feeling? Have you experienced it before and want to continue experiencing it? Is someone in your life Another big red flag for me was like this, like a jealousy. Like I was jealous of girls who were like flirting with girls. Like I wanted to be open about who I was, but it's like, if you don't have the language or you don't even know yourself that deeply, it's hard to be your authentic self. So understanding your why and your motivation and some ways that you can figure out your why is just sitting with yourself. And I know that's such a cliche term, but Really like journaling, noticing when you're having these feelings. Are you aroused by something that you see? Are you having an emotional reaction? Like tune into your physical body, tune into your spiritual body, tune into your emotional body of what you're feeling when you see certain things, when you hear certain things. Jealousy is a huge indicator um, from my experience and experiences I've heard of other queer people is that, but then also when you're thinking about exploring your sexuality, tune into understand your why not. So we've looked at the why we've looked at the motivation, understand like what has held you back. So for me personally, what has held me back from exploring my sexuality was the internalized homophobia I grew up with in my church and my family and my community was very much taught that One, you're either straight or gay. And so for queer or bisexual, um, for me, I use those words interchangeably. I didn't have language for that. I didn't know I had the option of there was a spectrum. And so my why not was like, well, I know I'm not fully gay. Like I know I enjoy men and romantically, like I I know I'm not fully gay because I didn't have the language or really... I didn't know anyone who was a spectrum of sexuality. And so my why not, like that held me back with shame and guilt. I remember the first time that I changed my Bumble settings. God, like it's so wild, like how like our conditioning affects our behavior. Because I remember the first time I switched my Bumble profile to say interested in both. And oh my God, I felt so much shame. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, what have I done? What have I done? But yet there was my intuition deep, deep, deep down. I was like, keep doing it. Like, this feels cool. This feels exciting. And so my why not was shame, internalized homophobia. It's like I ha- I had up to that point unlearned my homophobia for everyone else. But for myself, I was still so homophobic and biphobic. And 
Um, so that's what held me back for so long is that, you know, lack of knowledge, lack of education, internalized homophobia, and just like a deep seated shame of what I was doing was sinful. What I was doing was wrong, nasty, gross. And that really for me and my exploration, misogyny played a huge role in misogyny, gender roles, all of that patriarchy played a huge role into what held me back for not exploring my sexuality. Because like, this sounds gross to say, but I'll say it. I always thought that like, I'm going to end up with a man anyway, because there was this feeling that like men are better that, you know, I had been conditioned so much that like, I must end up with a man because that means I'm like worthy. And obviously these are not conscious, logical thoughts. That's what happens when we're conditioned, when we are programmed, when we are not taught to think for ourselves because we get these nasty messages and we're like, oh God, now I have to unlearn this. And that's what is so like hard about being an adult and like having a mind of your own now because you got to go back and reprogram that shit and it's not easy. So while like homophobia, sexism is all horrible and wrong, be gentle with yourself when you have internalized deep-seated feelings that you don't consciously want that are they're just kind of like knee-jerk reactions. So my why not was everything that I had mentioned. So really understanding your why not. And again, it comes to comes with getting quiet and asking yourself, why have I not explored this? Why am I so like afraid to explore my sexuality beyond these like binaries and beyond what I've been told? And, you know, we're talking about sexuality and that includes different types of relationships, non-monogamy that take, that takes into account polyamory. Like those types of relationships really interest me. I am in a monogamous relationship and like my partner knows I'm very just curious about different ways of being because when you grow up and you're told like there's man and woman, you are married and you stay together for the rest of your life, like, and then you get older and you realize that things don't have to be this way. It's like, holy shit, you just never want to stop learning. Getting quiet, understanding your why not. Like maybe it's not homophobia, sexism, or anything really extreme. Maybe it's social anxiety. Maybe it's insecurity. Maybe it's a body image thing. Maybe it's just a mental health barrier. Just understanding like what is getting the way in the way of you exploring yourself further. So some other questions you can ask yourself before stepping into and making a movement. Why are you curious now? Why now? Why is it knocking at your door now? Have you just been running away from it? You know, are you just taught now that it's acceptable? Are you just like wanting to know yourself more? Why are you, so why are you curious now? What is holding you back? Is it the partnership that you're currently in? Is it, you know, shame? Is it fear of judgment from your coworkers? Like what is holding you back? And I also want to say, I'm going to speak more from a lens of like how you can go out and explore your sexuality. But I also want to understand that, or like make it known that you can explore your sexuality and you can come to terms with being queer or whatever label you want to use while you're in a monogamous relationship, like, or while you're in a heterosexual relationship, um, you are still queer, even if you are married, like if you are a woman and you're married to a man and you're discovering that you're queer, like you're still queer, whether you've had sexual experiences or not, whether you ever have feelings for self, like romantic feelings for another gender or not, like it doesn't invalidate. So I just want to say that before I move forward with like how you can actually 
explore your sexuality out into the world. There are ways you can explore your sexuality without involving other people. So are you afraid of what other people think? And then also this goes with people pleasing. So a big thing for me, what, what held me back from, you know, even when I started exploring and dating women, I didn't want to tell a lot of people except for my friends who I know would fully support me. I didn't even tell my roommate I was living with because she gave me some (laughs) bad vibes. Um, so like my people pleasing tendencies definitely kicked in with like, I don't want to make other people uncomfortable. I don't want other people to have to learn something new. I don't want blah, 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 other people, other people, other people. So if you are a people pleaser, it will definitely come up with exploring your sexuality. So the first thing I recommend for exploring your sexuality is to gain exposure. I know not everyone comes from a religious homophobic background. However, I know a lot of us do come from that in hometowns that are conservative and don't allow you to be your full self. So the first thing that I recommend is to start exposing yourself to different types of relationships. Follow queer influencers. Follow people who don't have monogamous relationships. Follow people who came out late in their 20s. Follow therapy, like a good therapy account I'm thinking of is queer sex therapy. They have a lot of great education around queer related content. So follow people and start exposing your mind to the possibilities that are endless, especially, especially if you came from homophobic backgrounds and are working through that internalized homophobia. I will share that when I went on a first date with my girlfriend now, she just like came out of the gate asking me some intense questions that I was not ready for because internalized homophobia is something I'm still unlearning. God, it's like so less than what it was a few years ago, but you know, the knee jerk reactions sometimes come up about myself of like, will my relationship make other people uncomfortable? So when her and I went on our first date, she was like, so could you see yourself marrying a woman? And my internalized homophobia was still so prevalent. We've been together for over a year now that I couldn't. And it's not because I didn't want to. It's not because I was like, oh, that's wrong or bad or, or I don't want to. It's that my mind couldn't picture it with myself. Like I'd always, you know, I'm, I've never been someone who's like, I picture my wedding day and this is what my partner looks like. But when my mind did go there, it was always with a guy. And so it's really retraining your brain. And the biggest and most beautiful thing that I have done for myself is I follow queer people. I follow queer accounts. So start following people so that your mind can get an idea that maybe this is an option. And that's okay if you're like, nope, I'm straight still, like whatever. Like then you can be a better ally. Then you can have exposure to where to where you're more accepting of other people. But if you were at all curious about your sexuality, whatever that means, whether that's non-monogamy, whether that's thinking that you're bisexual, whether that means you're full on gay queen, like start exposing yourself to people who have similar identities. Again, labels are not needed. However, just start following people who you're curious about. So that is a really tangible and easy way. Also, you know, getting involved with your local LGBTQ plus communities, Um, even if that is just being an online follower, just seeing like all the ways people can love and be is really, really important. So this is advice for more like tangible ways to like actively explore your sexuality. So I, out of all 
and this is not sponsored, but hello, if you want to, Bumble, come through. Out of all the dating apps, Bumble is my go-to. So there's Bumble, Hinge, Tinder, OkCupid. There's like all kinds of stuff. I've only ever used Hinge or Bumble. Um, I used Tinder for like one day in college. I never met up with someone from it because it was just, it was a weird vibe for me. But I love Bumble. And when I started changing my settings to include all genders, I used Bumble. And God, it was just like a really big step to even first switch my settings to that, two, to message with girls in a flirty way, three, even talk about meeting up, four, I went on my first date with a woman. And that is just like what cracked me open was that I made the conscious choice to explore my sexuality and it was just fun. Like opening yourself up to queer love, like it was just a whole other world for me. Um, so if you're looking to actively meet someone and let me also remind you that it can be sexual, like that can be your experience that you're wanting to explore, but it doesn't have to be like even perceiving someone at dinner among just a friendship or beyond just a friendship like that's exploring your queerness. That's exploring your sexuality. Go slow. Like that's a huge recommendation I have is like, if you are feeling overwhelmed, if this is a lot for you, if this is new for you, anything new in human nature, like we need time to, you know, get used to it. So go slow, change your settings, message people. Do you don't have to rush meeting someone? Like that's another thing where people pleasing comes through quickly is that we think we have to like, you know, meet with the people or we're going to lose them or, you know, take your time. Like the right person will be understandable of you exploring. And like, I am really thankful that the two people, the two women I, like I found through Bumble were okay with me not being fully like out proud, loving and living. Like when I met my girlfriend now, I was like out publicly and like really feeling like if you're new to the game, like date people and see people who are okay with you, maybe not even having a label, maybe just being curious. Like it's, it's okay to be curious. I know there are some stigma within the LGBTQ plus community of like, oh, they're just by curious or I see it a lot with like lesbians and um, like bisexual or pansexual women who aren't out yet. They're like, oh, they're just like trying to have fun or whatever. They're just by curious. But if you don't have a label for it yet and you're new and you just like don't feel comfortable, like for the longest time I was dating this girl, the first girl that I met on Bumble, like I didn't even say I was bisexual. I was like, I still don't know. Like we would literally kiss and I was like, yeah, I still don't know. <laughs> like was crushing, but was like, yeah, I still don't know if I'm bi. But eventually like you just, you're on your own time and that's okay. So go slow. So also with going slow, like ease yourself in. But if you're ready to just start dating and putting yourself out there, then go for it. You're doing all of these things. Know that you're in control and you can stop literally at any time. So if you go on a date and it feels like a lot, you need to process it. Take your time. You don't have to jump back in the next week. You don't have to jump back in the next month. Like take as much time as you need to explore yourself. For me personally, I have some social anxiety, especially when it comes around being queer and, you know, I may crush on a girl, but I'm going to approach a guy much more quickly and with ease and with confidence than I am going to approach a woman, woman because of my internalized homophobia and thinking, oh my God, what if this girl thinks I'm 
weird or creepy or things that I have like been told, whether it was like an explicit or an implicit message, that I'm such an advocate for dating apps, like being on dating apps safely and responsibly. Um, because it really is such a way for you to like kind of take that pressure away from like just being out at a bar and being like, okay, that girl looks cute or that person looks cute. I'm just going to go for it because you're like, yeah, I don't know. For me, it just felt safer to be on an app with people who are either also curious about the same thing or are out and proud. And, you know, it just kind of like makes the pool of people more saturated with what you're looking for, if that makes sense. Another big recommendation I have is calling in supportive people. And this could be your friends, this could be family, this could be your therapist, whoever. Calling in supportive people. I remember I talked to my therapist at the time. I was like, I want to explore my sexuality. And she was like, oh, wow, okay, let's do it. And she was just so affirming. She listened to me. There was like unconditional positive regard. She was just like so affirming. And my friends in grad school were so affirming when I was exploring. And so really inviting in people that you trust and know won't judge you. The people that I was more scared to tell, like family members and other friends, honestly, during my queer journey, I had a lot of friends because I just knew that there was going to not be, there's a difference, like I've said this before, and I love this statement, there's a difference between acceptance and affirming. And acceptance is like, yeah, I accept you. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, not even that's cool. Like, yeah, I accept you. Like, I won't like hate on you. Affirming is I love you because you're queer. I love you because of your whatever of your sexuality um so there's quite a difference here and so calling in support when you're exploring even if you don't come out as anything even if you are just like yeah I am straight and sometimes I like to do this like whatever your journey is it's a hundred percent valid and you should have people that are going to be supportive and affirming not just accepting or just like whatever I don't need to know about that so again, we've talked about this a little earlier, but just having exposure to following people on Instagram, watching shows with LGBTQ plus people, like listening to artists who are LGBTQ, like really opening yourself up to things that maybe your mind and body aren't used to will help your exploration a lot smoother. Um, like several years ago, I was accepting of, you know, gay relationships or queer relationships but I couldn't see it for myself. It was really hard. It wasn't even on my radar. And so exposure is so important. That's why it's so important for our shows and our movies to have LGBTQ plus people is because we need that exposure because a lot of us come out in adulthood or some people, a lot of people never come out. And that's just so sad that people live their whole lives and don't fully know themselves. And again, fully knowing yourself and, and doesn't mean you post, you have to post and like be out to thousands of people or ever be with a different gender or whatever, or have a sexual experience, but knowing yourself just for yourself, like that's really sad that some people don't get that experience. Just know that you aren't alone and that it is normal to be curious and you are allowed to be more than what you are now or be different than what you are now or change like you don't have to stay the same person you don't have to use the same labels you don't have to be the same and so that is my podcast all about ways to explore your sexuality i think it's important to get that exposure to talk with safe people to have a 
a network of people. And if you don't have safe people in your life, find other people, especially find people in the LGBTQ plus community who understand what it's like to go through that exploration, to be discriminated against and, and not be the mainstream type of couple or person. I highly, highly recommend if you are at all curious, getting on a dating app and just trying it. For me, that was like so helpful. And I'm so thankful that dating apps existed. Not that you can't meet people IRL. (laughs) Yes, I felt cool saying that. Not that you can't meet people out in the world for me was just anxiety. And it was well, it was right before COVID actually when I started exploring, but I was like talking to people during COVID, like the dating apps really, really helped. So I hope this was helpful. Like get your best self on, be curious, do the thing. Also reading books, listening to podcasts. Okay. I hope this was helpful. I had fun talking about it. I'm very passionate about it. Um, especially coming out in adulthood. I wish I would have had these sort of conversations floating around the internet when I was 15. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I will see you on the next one.